Are there guidelines to follow when wanting to serve as a real leader of a team? Stay tuned and find out. Welcome. Okay, here's the question. Are you serious? How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Come on. Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. Hello, my Dark Horse friends and family. Welcome back to your daily dose of lead to serve and serve to lead learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman. And you? Well, that's infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. But either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. That's why I'm here hitting you with another daily success episode on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we dive deep into success with actionable advice tips and steps designed to help you level up your game because as we already know when it comes to success there are no shortcuts except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. Phew and sometimes it's about leading others to take those little steps towards the goal every single day. You know, there's there are all kinds of leaders out there. There are good ones, there are bad ones, amazing ones, inspirational ones, dictatorial ones. And ones where you're left wondering, dude, why are you even leading this team? And and I think all of them, okay, well, most of them, all of them have their, their time and place, you know, except for maybe the bad ones and the dictatorial ones. But even the dictatorial ones may have a, a time and a place, if you think from a military aspect. But you get what I'm saying here. They have a place where their style worked for a minute at least, right? But I guess the question for me becomes, what about the team they're leading. You see, for me, being a leader is is not just about serving as a leader, but to also, it's about leading as a servant, right? I mean, if you're not serving the team as much as they are grinding away for you and the organization that you're helping lead the team for, then you're just kind of a figurehead, aren't you? I don't know, just a thought. So when it comes to starting, restarting, or kickstarting, your team, I think you're going to have to do a few things, uh, four things here, and I want to share those with you. First, obviously, is to find the best people possible. Now, this isn't always about going out and hiring the the new guru uh, to be on your team. Sometimes it's about looking within the team you already have or looking within your your circle or sphere of influence or the organization that you're already a part of, be it yours or someone else's, and see if there's someone in there that has what you're looking for. Right, And when I mean has, what you're looking for. It might not be an exact skill set. It might be the drive, the motivation, the personality, the perseverance, that stick-to-itiveness, because it's really hard to teach those things, right? Those things are part of who they are from what they have gone through and who they've become. Now you can teach them the skill set that you need them to be a part of the team. And then the stuff that you can't teach, it's already there. So go out there and look amongst your team. Elevate teammates within the organization or within the team. And that's another way, I guess you could say, of 
rewarding loyalty, right? They're here. They're there. They're sticking around. They've been helping you grind it out to build something special. Well, show them a little loyalty and reward uh, the same way they're showing you. Show them you appreciate that, right? I think the next thing is uh, is to be able to uh, put them in a good place. And what am I talking about here? And maybe might be better summed up in one word, some harmony, right? Because you can find all these great individuals that have the skills or at least the culture set internally, right? That drive, that motivation, the, that ability to work together, the team versus the I. Um, you, know, you can find all those people, but sometimes you know, it's an oil and water mixture. So you've got to balance things out. You've got to find who would work well together on top of that and make sure that A, you're letting their individual contributions shine brightly, but that they're also aligned and they're working together like a well-honed and well-oiled machine. I mean, after all, if you're the mechanic of the machine, right? It is your job to ensure that that team and the structures and the people in there can function at a high level, right? And and, and produce a quality product very effectively. And, and that's that's you serving that team. Maybe there are minor tweaks you need to help uh, individuals make in order to work together. You know, it's an understanding of people as well as process. Now, all right, so you, now you've you've found these good people and they're getting the skill sets together and they're working together like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> now is the tough part. Get out of the way. I think one of the one of the bad things that many leaders do is they uh, they're helicopter leaders. We've heard about the the phrase helicopter parent, right? Where you're you're like you're hovering around the, your child. Well, there are leaders that do the same thing. They're all like, you know, over your shoulder. Oh, hey, that looks, why don't you do it this way? You right? And they're trying to direct uh, individual at micromanage is the phrase you hear a lot. Sometimes you just need to be able to get out of the way, show them that respect. And you know, here's another cool thing about that: when you show your team that respect, your leading by example now the team should be following that culture set that you just set that that, that goal right that uh, they'll mimic you and they'll start showing that same level of respect with their teammates right with their fellow workers whether it be on the same team or other members of the organization and I think that will foster a much better environment because uh, when you step back like that, you give them the space and the the creativity to create something together rather than fighting amongst themselves about the process. Because if you're hovering over them, you may be causing some angst. And guess where they're going to take that angst out on? Probably not you because you're the leader, right? You're the boss. So they're going to take it out on each other. So if you step back, give them the space, get out of their way to do what you've enabled them, enabled and empowered them to do, they'll probably start working together to create something even better than you anticipated versus just fighting over the process. Now, stepping away and not micromanaging doesn't mean doesn't mean you're not keeping an eye on things, right? You, you'll you set up, uh, you've heard me talk about KPIs and KBIs, key business indicators and key performance indicators. Uh, obviously, you'll set uh, milestones for whatever project everyone is working upon. But 
in doing all that, you're teaching your team and the individuals on the team to carry their own loads. You're teaching them to lead themselves and hold themselves accountable for all the tasks and all the contributions that are under their realm of responsibility. And you as the leader are looking at the 10,000 foot level, right? So you're saying, all right, well, Jane's over here working on this and it's going to be due then. And John's working on this and, and Bob, right? Uh, and now I've got to be able to pull all this together. And if one is slowing down, you've got to figure out how to speed it up or how to make sure that Jane and John and Bob aren't sitting there stagnant while they're waiting for, you know, I don't know, Rochelle to finish her piece of the project or whatever it is, because something's going to happen, right? Something's going to break. Something's going to, oh my gosh, well, we didn't even think this was going to happen. So some soon, some new stall may be happening at one person's desk. Now the other three, they're moving along and they're going to hit their goal. They're like, ah, they're awesome. They're fired up, right? So now what are they going to do while they're waiting for that one piece of the process to catch up, right? So that is your role as the leaders to help guide that, help them all carry their own loads and then pitch in together when the load is a little overburdensome on one side or the other. The idea is you're you're fostering that individuality, right? I want you to shine and you to shine and you to shine. And when you three shine as individuals, man, we as a team, we are killing it over here so that you're working separately um, and maybe even doing a little bit of struggle separately, but as a whole, as a unit, when you all pull together, you're working towards that goal and you're rocking it, right? You will succeed as a whole. And, you know, and let everyone be them. And I, I say that, you know, uh, it comes back to the, the first thought, you know, about finding the best people and the right people for starting with that culture fit and then teaching the skills or enhancing the skills. Maybe they have the culture and a little bit of skill and another person, you know, doesn't have the culture and has a lot of skills. I'll bring the culture person that's going to fit with me and resonate with me and then help them level up their skills. Because I think at the end of the day, uh, you need to find a way where you can be the real you within your job. And as a leader, you want to empower that same belief into those that you are leading, those that you're working with, uh, etc. So, you know, if you can find a way to be your real you within a job, um, and yeah, I know I, I talk about that all the time, right? Being authentic. But look, if you can crack the code of being being all about being true to yourself within the area that you've chosen to to chase your dreams and to earn money well the rest yeah i think the rest will be a whole hell of a lot easier all right all right my dark horse friends and family tomorrow we're going to chat about some rock solid rules of marketing now i know you want to keep getting all these daily tips uh so go on down there hit that subscribe button while you're there drop us a five-star review and leave us some kind words in the comments, some words of uh, kindness, some words of constructive criticism. Always looking to grow myself. Is there thoughts that you'd like to hear more about? Uh, let me know. I'd be happy to share that with you. You can do that in the comments or you can come on over and join us in the Facebook group. Go to facebook.com. Go to that search bar up there. Type in dark horse tribe and we'll be right there at the top come on in. If for some reason you're fine that's not working for you go to your favorite web browser Type in darkhorseschooling.com backslash 
dark horse tribe, all one word, press enter. You should see us. That will take you straight to the group. And we'll look forward to seeing you inside there and answering questions and just chatting about everything, entrepreneurship and personal development. All right. You get out there. You run your race. You get your results. And let me hear about them. Until tomorrow, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.